everyone and welcome back to Earth Hour Podcasts. My name is Jenna Hutchinson and today I'll be talking all about the sustainability of the Earth. So relax, sit down and enjoy. In today's episode, we'll be talking all about the sustainability of the Earth, what the world will be like in 50 years, how mankind can affect Earth drastically, what humans are doing to the planet and most importantly, what we can do to save it. For example, pollution, land pollution, air pollution and water pollution, how much plastic is being generated and thrown away into the ocean. So if you want to learn more about the world's plastic waste and ocean plastic pollution, then keep on listening. Later on in the episode, I'll be interviewing a guest who is the owner of a business and questioning what it's like packaging for a company when we have a global plastic pollution issue. The average amount of plastic that enters the ocean per year is 4.5 metric tons. Scientists have estimated the annual input will get twice the times larger in 2025. All our marine life are suffering amongst the great amount of plastic in their natural habitats. Us humans have been so focused on creating new technology, weapons and buildings that we are destroying the environment we depend on. Fish, seabirds, sea turtles and marine mammals and wildlife are entangled or eat tiny particles which can cause suffocation, starvation, drowning and death. Plastics are estimated to take hundreds of years to fully decompose and mainly break down quickly to form tiny particles which can end up in the seafood humans consume. You will notice how this is becoming a growing problem for the environment and humans for many different reasons. In fact, so much plastic has gathered up in the Pacific Ocean that just off the coast of Hawaii there is an island made up from only garbage and waste. You may think this is just a small island where pieces of plastic float around but it is actually 1.2 million square kilometers, which is round about three times the size of France, which contains 1.8 trillion pieces of plastic. This island is also known as the Great Pacific Garbage Patch. In today's podcast, I'll be interviewing the co-business owner of Health Connection Whole Foods, international traveler, Bill Taylor. Oh, Gina, thank you. A uh, real privilege to be here today. Great. Let's get started with a few questions. Question number one. As a company, what are you doing to minimize plastic usage? Oh, Jenna, very interesting question. Because you see the situation with plastic bags in food production. It's a little bit more complex than popular belief. And we need to take in a holistic look at all the factors at play here. So we are a ISO 22000 food safety accredited company. And because of that, there's a lot of processes and rules and regulations that we have to follow to ensure that the shopper gets our product in best condition on shelf. This means that we have to seal it in a plastic bag that's got the barriers to protect it against damage in transit, from contamination or damage by moisture, humidity, gases, microorganisms, insects and lights. And you know, the route to market can be rather robust and we as a manufacturer need to ensure that notwithstanding all these conditions, our product arrives in pantry in a great condition. Now, a plastic bag consists of a laminated polyprop and polyethylene. The one ensures a perfect seal with the necessary food barriers, and the other ensures that the pack is strong and keep it in shape. And I can promise you that every responsible manufacturer and packaging supplier are desperately searching for such a product. Currently, uh, I've personally been looking for it all over the world, but there are no recyclable plastic packaging that will comply with our strict food safety requirements. 
The outbreak of listeria in South Africa last year made world headlines and no company in the food chain will want to risk another disaster like that. Yeah. We also need to look at the negatives to the carbon footprint. If our packaging is not able to produce the batteries we require, we will have to stock we will have stock with shorter sell-by dates, therefore stock having to re be replenished more frequently, resulting in more deliveries from factory to supermarket. And as you know, in the United Kingdom, research has shown that each gallon of petrol fuel consumed is 10,4 kilogram carbon dioxide is emitted. Surely, we also want to ensure we do not do unnecessary deliveries. Interesting. It is very important that companies do have ideas and plans and are considering the environment when manufacturing. Next question. Do you take the impact on environment into account when choosing packaging for certain products? Yeah, to be in business, um, we need to satisfy our retailer and our consumers' needs. So the majority of today's consumers are looking for three main qualities in their packaged product, especially when it comes to food. And these are convenience, ease of use, and easy to transport. Retailers are seeking similar qualities in addition to packaging that provides longer shelf life. However, as a company, we are committed to move forward in increasing our recyclable packaging. And in recent months, we've managed to increase recyclable packaging to 20% of our entire production. And I bought a few samples here to show you, like this paper box here, beautiful box for our mueslis, and uh, the paper box for our nans and these products can be packed in the paper products because the barriers are sufficient i've also got this apple cider recyclable plastic bottle so uh, we are very committed to this course that's great news as humans we are damaging the environment in many ways but gradually things have been taken in different directions have you heard of the great pacific garbage patch well, Jenna, not only if I've heard it, I've seen it frequently on TV. And uh, I think this is more than thought-provoking. Uh, this is something that should drive all of us to take the necessary, responsible action steps. You know, recently, uh, during a flight, I saw the shocking documentary of the damage plastic straws are doing to turtles. And uh, this should motivate all of us in business to look for more sustainable packaging. Good points. It's good to know that people are becoming more aware on the subject. Do you consider recyclable packaging materials and do the costs affect your decisions? Yeah, you know, as I mentioned earlier, obviously our shopping is important and we got to make decisions that will make them happy. But uh, we are certainly looking at, at options and um, we are, uh, we've, we've tried all over the world and we are in daily contact with people to look for recyclable packaging that will have all our barriers. Fascinating. Do you have a strategy to try and minimize plastic use for existing product lines? Yeah, indeed. Um, our strategy is perhaps a little bit more holistic as we look at sustainability in various aspects of our production line. Last year, we installed large uh, storage water tanks. So this has reduced our water consumption dramatically. Uh, within the next three months, by the, what are we now, by the end of October, we would have sufficient panels on all our factory roofs to take us off the ESCOM, ESCOM grid. And we've got a task team, and their objective is that by the end of February next year, we need to be 50% in recyclable packaging. That's fantastic. Sounds like a very good idea and well thought through plan. 
Unfortunately, that is all the time we have for today. Thank you both for coming in and speaking on behalf of your company. It's very exciting to hear that you do have some ideas and thoughts about the plastic issue. Arjuna, thank you for having me. It's been great to be with you. I hope you enjoyed listening to the Sustainability Podcast and you have learned the truth about the world's plastic problem. It is a growing and rising issue that needs to be solved. Thank you all for listening to Earth Hour Podcasts.